Episode 233. Gang, I'm getting ready to start a series. It'll be a three-part series these next three weeks on some basic fundamentals that will help you in the marketplace. These three things were taught to me by a business team that said, hey, if you can get down these three things in the beginning phases of your business and in your sales career, you will be have a you will actually have a firm foundation of success. And I believed them. And now that I'm on the other side, 20 something years later almost, actually 18 to be exact, I can honestly and bona fidely say what they told me, these three things were true. And today we're going to talk about the first one. We're going to talk about your self-image. This is something that was never taught to me when I was the age of nine, all the way up until I was 24 years young. Yeah. Can you believe that? Nobody introduced this concept to me until I was 24 and you might be 24 yourself. Well, today's your day. Today's your day. You're going to get introduced to a godly self image and how to build a godly self image. This is critical, critical to you receiving anything from the kingdom. Critical. I go into detail on the other side of the intro about this. So I'm excited to be able to share this with you guys. Again, this is critical, guys. This will be a three part series. Excited about it. Let's jump into this right now. Here we go. Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to The Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. So what's going on, Kingdom Success listeners? Tyler McCart coming at you. Man, I am excited. I'm jacked. I just got done drinking an excess energy drink, actually the pink grapefruit uh, <laughs> flavor, and I am jacked to talk to you today. I want to talk to you guys today about a topic that really was never introduced to me until I was in my mid-20s. Yep, it took a business team that actually finally introduced this concept to me. And boy, I wish that I had known about this or someone had taught me this when I became a Christian at the age of nine. So that business team actually taught me self-image that we all have a self-image of how we perceive ourselves or how we think about ourselves or how we view ourselves or what is the mental picture that you have of yourself. You know, that other the business team also taught me that there's, you know, there's things that you have to focus on and really kind of hone in your craft, you know, say the for a couple of years. And that is obviously your self-image. You need to work on your people skills and you need to work on your positive mental attitude. Well, 
Today, I want to break down what a godly self-image is. I want to talk about what does the mental picture look like to you, Kingdom Success listener, of your self-image, of a godly self-image. How does that, what does that look like? Because I was, <clears throat> I've been going in my mind knowing that this, these topics, those, the, actually these three things I just listed out from, you know, your godly self-image to having people skills to actually developing a positive mental attitude. Those three things are critical and were critical to my success whenever I was 24 years old and beyond. And it's interesting how the Holy Spirit brings things to me that really brings an enhancement to the actual thing, because no one taught me this. That's the thing is that nobody in school, nobody at my church, not, uh, you know, not even throwing, trying to, I'm not throwing my parents on the bus, but you know, they weren't taught this. They weren't taught to have a godly self image. They weren't even taught what a self image was. And it wasn't until I got part of a business team and a group of business owners and entrepreneurs that actually started talking about this. And because of that, it changed everything for me. It really did. It taught me that how I see myself sets limits on what I accomplish. And I'm going to get into that little statement right there. And I'm going to unpack that here actually right now, because I got this letter from Dr. Bill Winston. This has actually his partner letter. And I want to read the opening statement to his partner's that he sent because I feel like this is just a, this is going to set up a lot of things for us in this episode. As a believer, how you see yourself is at the root of your ability to operate in the miraculous and walk in the supernatural power of God. Why? Because your image sets the limit on how much God can flow through you. This is why the enemy is after the believer's self-image 24-7. Woo, man. Talk about just setting the tone for this episode. This is going to be a good one here, guys. So let me give you a story. Story time, boys and girls. Yeah. And I'm going to make this statement as well to kind of qualify what Brother, uh, Brother Winston, Bill Winston, said right there. And that is this right here. You will never enter your promised land with a poor, ungodly self-image. You just won't. You never will enter your promised land that God has got in store for you with a poor self-image. It just, it won't happen for you. Case in point, the children of Israel, so the children of Israel, here's the story, the children of Israel have been out in the desert. They've crossed the Red Sea. They've seen the miraculous things that God has been doing. They've had fellowship and communion with the Lord for like over two and a half years out in the wilderness to get their stuff right. And they're ready, or at least they think they're ready. And God believes they're ready. I mean, God even took them around a certain place because God said they're not ready to go through that because it would put too much uh, pressure on them that they would basically crumble and they'd want to go back to Egypt. And because it was an 11 day journey, if they went that direction, God would have had to, God, basically they wouldn't have been able to go back because their self-image couldn't handle that. Well, lo and behold, they were ready. 
after two and a half years of being, you know, groomed and given the word of God and constructing the tabernacle of God, basically now we're ready. All right. We're, we're ready to go cross over the Jordan river, go to go into our promised land. Well, lo and behold, Moses sends out 12 spies. We know the story sends out the 12 spies and they all come back. And I'm just going to read a couple of accounts right here. One of the accounts came from Caleb. Caleb acquired the people uh, before Moses and said, we should by all means go up and take possession of it for we will surely overtake them. I want to emphasize we will, we will that that's called a healthy self image based upon what God has already said that you have confidence in what God says. So guess what? Your self image is based in that. And you know that God will perform what he says he's going to do. You're not tossed by the wind or not looking at your circumstances or not looking at the economy or not considering what another person said about you. You are taking everything, every thought and placing that weight of that thought on the word of God. You are placing heaviness on what God says, not what man says, not what the economy says, not what's happening out there in the world. But it says in verse 11, but this is actually not verse 11, verse 31. This is numbers actually 13, verse 31. But the men who had gone up said this, we are not able to go up against the people for they are too strong for us. So they gave out to the sons of Israel, a bad report. And they basically screwed everything up. <laughs> but here, here's, here's, the, here's the qualifying statement, what, what I want to get to about this whole godly self-image. Now watch this, because it's all about how you see yourself, right? And it's based upon how you see yourself is based upon what? Your godly self-image has to be based upon something. What these men said, watch this now in verse, what is it? Verse 33. And they also saw the Nephilim, the sons of Anak and became, and we became like grasshoppers. Watch this now in our own sight. And so we were in their sight. Wow. 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 King success listener, man, if your self-image isn't poised, if your self-image isn't based upon the word of God, if your self-image isn't based upon the unshakable principles of what God says about you, you will never go into your promised land. You will never enter into that promised land that you have. If fear rules your life, if the circumstances of life cause you to crumble when things come your way, if the trials or the winds of the world come in and blow your little house down and you go in into the fetal position, I'm telling you guys that you're not going to be able to reap the harvest or have the victories that you need. Now, gang, I'm, I'm going to be sensitive here. I'm going to have some compassion. Not everybody is going to make it the first time 
when all that happens. Let me give you another case in point. David, David, mighty man, a warrior. He goes out to the battle lines. This is all in, I think, first or second Kings or first, uh, second Samuel. I, I don't remember, but anyway, maybe second, I don't remember exactly. Just go look it up. Go look up the uh, story of David and Goliath. It says that David arrived with the bread and cheese for his brother. So he's being obedient for his dad to arrive at the battle scene. And Goliath comes out, makes a statement, and it says in there, all of Israel turned and ran. Well, all means all, last time I checked. That includes, included David in that. David ran from what Goliath, not Saul, but Goliath said. So even you might run sometimes. I mean, hey, you're human. It's okay. It's okay. But you know what? You need to gird yourself up. You need to wake yourself up and say, wait a minute. My self-image is not based upon what the circumstances of life a, aka the coronavirus or aka you know losing my job or aka fearing that I might lose my job or my business might fail you've got to wake yourself up and say no 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 my self image how i see myself is different than the world's way i mean david is another good example of this because guess what when david heard what the reward was Watch that now. When David heard what the reward was of what was to be done for the person that actually killed Goliath, game on. That godly self-image rose up with David. So what does is, what is the word say who we are? I mean, let me just rattle off a couple of these things, the, what the word says that you are. The word says that you're a kingdom citizen. So the king, our heavenly father, takes responsibility for his citizens. There's a good thought. You are seated in Christ in heavenly places, and everything is under the feet of Christ. So you're actually seated. You are, and I'm going to say this, royalty. You are a child why can I say that you're royalty? Because you're a child, you're a son or daughter of the Most High God, the King of Kings. I mean, that King is capital K of Kings. That's lowercase a. Well, who are the lowercase K's? You and me. Who are the lowercase Lord of Lords? You and me. Yeah, that's you and me. We are called in the Word of God. Kings, we're called in the word of God, lords, lowercase though. That is okay. We we basically have authority. We've been given authorization to use Jesus' name to eradicate whatever the the enemy wants to bring up about us. Wherever you go, guys, wherever your assignment is, wherever you are at right now, I want you to hear me on this. Wherever you're at right now, I was talking to a gentleman just the other day about this, and he said, you know, Tyler, um, you know, I, I, I got what you were saying about creating the kingdom of God or bringing in the garden where I was planted and not being frustrated about where I'm at. Okay, that was a little side tangent right there for you. 
But I'm telling you guys, you were one-third wall-to-wall Holy Spirit. You were joint heirs. Man, you were joint heirs with Jesus himself. A joint heir has exactly what the heir has. If I, I... I know that, you know, just from a physical, you know, just an earthly standpoint, I I am the heir of my parents. And guess what? My parents, I know, has left an inheritance for me and for my children's children. Right? So I, I have access to all of the inheritance that I need. Let me let me read this statement from uh, Brother Winston's uh, thing. Your inheritance comes only in proportion to your new identity. So what's, what's, what's some things? Let, let, me, let me also say this one more thing. And I know this might kind of ruffle some feathers, but it's, it's in the Bible. I'm, hey, I'm, I'm just quoting the Bible, okay, guys? I'm just saying the Bible. Did you know that Jesus, Jesus, I'm, I, this is Jesus saying this. That Jesus actually said you were gods. <laughs> yep. John chapter 10, 34 through 35. Go read it for yourself. He's actually quoting Psalms 82, verse 6. All right. This says that I've said you are gods. That's little G, not big G, little G. And all your children and all of you children of the most high God. So you are a, you know, one of the things that Jesus did. All right, let me read this right here. This is another thing from brother Winston. I have to read this right here because this is good. Let's be clear about this. Mankind is, is not sovereign. They, there is only one God, one Lord and savior, Jesus Christ, who suffered and died and was raised from the dead so that you and I, could be reunited with the Father, and watch this, restored to the God class. Yep. I mean, guys, I'm not, I'm not trying to pull the wool over your eyes. Right? Raise your self-image. This is what God says about you. You are made in the image of God. You are made in his likeness. You know, image is who you are. Likeness is what you can do. Gang, I'm telling you, you've got to wake up. So what are some things that maybe people that have a godly self-image say? What are things that come out of their mouth? Because what you believe in your heart will come out of your mouth. Okay? This is a litmus test right here, what I'm getting ready to share with you guys right now, of knowing what kind of self-image or how do you view yourself as a child of the Most High God. Because we're all about taking ground. We're all about taking ground in the marketplace, in life and at work. I don't care if you've got a job, if you've got a business, if you're, if you're full-time mom or dad, you are taking ground with those children. And you've got to have the right self-image. And again, it's not a self-image that is, I'm better than you, or I'm more superior than you. No, 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 no. Your self-image is based in love. You walk in unforgiveness. Always. You even forgive your own self for things you've done. You actually walk in forgiveness all the time. You hold no record of wrong with anybody. That is a godly 
in a healthy self-image in God. So what, what are some of the things that God, what are the things that you will say if you have a godly self-image? You will say these things right here, that I'm the head, not the tail. I'm above only, not beneath. I'm a child of the Most High God. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. The Lord has made my way to prosper and given me good success in every endeavor of my life. So these are just a handful of things that someone with a healthy, godly self-image will say in the face of adversity or in the face of any situation. You're not basing it upon what the world says. That's, that's what happens with so many of us. You know, we base it upon how we look or what kind of marital status we have, or we'll base our self-image on our job and what kind of position that we have at our job. We'll bear, base it upon how much money we have in, in the bank account. We'll base it upon if the economy is doing good or if the economy is doing bad. All these things right here, all those things are temporal. All those things are shifting. Those are not stable at all. You've got to base your self-image upon the Word of God and what the Word of God says and renew your mind to that so you start to see yourself. I remember exactly where I was at. I remember I was walking to a Chick-fil-A, and as I was walking to this Chick-fil-A, I, I didn't think of this. <laughs> Literally, Trust me, Tyler didn't think of this. But I, I walked in and I just heard inside of myself and it wasn't something I was trying to think about. It was just something that my spirit man said or the Holy Spirit said to me. He said, Tyler, you know you're blessed. You are blessed. It's not you're going to be blessed. You are blessed. And I remembered that right there just like it was yesterday when he said that to me about five, six, seven years ago because it's still true today. It's something that I had to build inside of myself over and over and over. And it's a daily thing, guys. It's not a one and done thing. So let me give you a couple quick tips, okay, in order for you to maybe boost your self-image or improve your uh, godly self-image. And let me help you out with this. So here, here's a couple of them right here. Meditate upon the Word of God. Yep. I know it sounds simple. I know I'm a broken record with it, but sorry, broken record. I'm glad it's simple. <laughs> you've got to meditate. That means you've got to think and dwell upon. You might even kind of have to say it underneath your breath, what the word of God says about you. Here's another one. Be, when the Holy Spirit tells you who you are, listen. Listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit talking to you. Here's another one. Monitor, I man, this is big right here monitor your self-talk. What is going on between your ears? What kind of language, what kind of words are going on in between your ears? Sometimes it might be moment by moment that you have to say, I take every thought into captivity under the obedience of Christ Jesus. And you might have to counter the thought that you had with, I'm the head, not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. You know, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. These things have got to come out of your mouth. If the thoughts are really ringing in your head that you're worthless, that you're you're a nobody, you're fat, you're ugly, you know you have no uh, ability to do anything. You know 
you have got to take those thoughts into captivity. You've got to monitor your self-talk. Last one I'll give you is this right here. Smile at yourself. Yep. Smile at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself that you're blessed. Say, hey man, hey Tyler, you're blessed, brother. Did you realize that? Smile at yourself when you do it. Smile at yourself. Hey man, you're blessed. You're highly favored. You're a child of the most high God. Tell yourself that in the mirror. Smile at yourself. Say, man, I look good. I'm fit, firm, and muscular. Again, I'm the head, not the tail. I can, I, I can accomplish all things because I believe in the most high God. Gang, this is how you start to develop a godly self-image because what the Apostle Paul, his whole entire thing that he, he, he discovered, his revelation of what happened to him is found in actually Colossians 1, chapter 1, verse 20, 27. And that says that the mystery that he discovered or had the revelation of was these three words, Christ in you. You have Christ in you guys. You are one third wall to wall Holy Spirit. Start acting like it. Start seeing yourself. Start seeing that mental picture that you are above the circumstances. You're not beneath them. You've got to start to do that in order to accomplish and in order to receive the promised land that God has in store for you. Don't be like the children of Israel Israel, and sit there and go, oh, woe is me. We're just like grasshoppers, you know, in our own sight. No, can't do that because if you do that, other people will reflect the same image that you're projecting. If you see yourself like grasshoppers, and guess what? It says in, right in that word, it says that they saw them as grasshoppers, that the uh, children of Anak saw them as grasshoppers. You can't do that, guys. You've got to see yourself. You walk in love with all this. You don't lord it over people. You don't try to be better than anybody. You know, Have an attitude of gratitude with your self-image. Be thankful for who God has made you to be because you are a new creature in Christ. So, Here's my offer for you guys. Get these notes. You need these notes. I'm just going to tell you, you need these notes that what I just went over right here, because you need to study these. You might need to meditate on some of these, some of these statements I make in here. My wife has done a great job of collecting these notes and getting these notes to, to people. And she does a great job of that. And gang, I'm telling you, you will be blessed because you get the notes. You can text me. I'll text you the, the Dropbox link so you can download the actual PDF. And gang, let me also say this. If you've been blessed by the Kingdom Success Podcast and you want to become a partner, I would ask you to consider doing that. You can go down there to the part, uh, Patreon page down there, uh, the link down in the show notes. Click on that, and it'll take you out there. It's patreon.com backslash Tyler McCardo. If you just want to do a one-time you know, donation, because our, 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 everything we do right now is listener, 100% listener-supported. And I appreciate you guys partnering with me for all the partners that I have. I do appreciate you guys. So know that you're blessed. You're highly favored. You're empowered to prosper. You walk in divine health. The spirit of breakthroughs upon you guys. And gang, we'll catch you on the other side. Yeah.